0: headphones, sweet tea, vaporizer. Shall we? Yeah. Let's shall. Mmm, welcome to None of This Is
1: Real. It's a podcast about mysterious and weird stuff that you listen to for some reason. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'm Doomsday domini And I'm Sarah Sinkhole. And we love
0: everybody. Wait, what?
1: <laughs> I mean do have love in my heart for everybody on some level so yeah I'll endorse that statement I try to love everybody even if they don't deserve it
0: we try we do our very best and I'm at a loss for words right now are you distracted <sighs> uh-oh uh-oh are you gonna barf oh <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> You know what? I really just want to know if anything weird or mysterious happened to you, I guess. That's all I want to know. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well,
1: um, not really. Because since the last time we recorded, about um, eight hours after the last time we recorded, actually, I have been just wallowing in the human condition. I'll say that. Just, Just living life as a visceral human. Oh, that's right you got sick yeah I got a fucking terrible stomach bug and I'm just gonna say there was some uh, come to Jesus moments on the on the toilet with me this week and I'm just gonna leave it at that and then finally when I was like oh food actually smells good and I don't have to go to the bathroom every five minutes And I woke up the next day, and I had my fucking period, and I was just like, well, yeah,
0: we're back in it. We're just right back in it, so. Stay in there. You stay in that sinkhole of the human condition. I am in it. And also, our
1: AC isn't working right now in the house or in my car, Um, so it's just very hot and sweaty, too. So I'm just hot and sweaty and barfing and puking and bleeding
0: and shitting. Hey, hey, everybody! (laughs) Hey, hey, You're well, you welcome. look great. Your, your hair looks great and you don't look, I can't, I wouldn't be able to tell any of that from just looking at you.
1: Well, I'm feeling much better now. Thank you. I'm feeling much, much better. I'm still hot. Um, You're so hot. I'm so fucking hot, but I'm okay. I'm cool with it. You know what? Look, that's just life. We've said it before and I'll say it again. Life is gross. Oh, life is gross. Life is real gross. <sighs> yeah. So Did anything gross happened to you? This week. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding.
0: Actually, weird. that's my weird it's thing. It's really gross, too? Yay! It's so gross. I'm... I... Okay. Okay. Oh, I no. Work, I'm ready. You know, I work on a farm. Yes. Oh, no. I just forgot that ticks existed. <gasps> oh, you can't forget can't that down it. here. Ticks Ugh. existed. <laughs> well, they have ticks in California, but I just... <laughs> I guess uh, I didn't spend as much time in long grasses or something. I did go on a lot of hikes, but I, um, know, man. I think there's just a lot of them here. It's that's very buggy right now in general. So last night, this happened last night. I was sleeping like a baby and I, I woke up in the middle of the night to go pee and I was sitting there peeing and I reached up to scratch just at the nape of my neck <sighs> I pulled a tick off at like two in the morning because yesterday uh, in during the day I had been out in the field in the grassy field taking pictures of the farm and I checked myself for ticks after like I brushed off my clothes and I guess I just didn't check my head very well because well you have a lot of long hair
1: too it could have been like hanging out in your in your hair just waiting to get up to your scalp. I found one on my titty last summer, and it had already just gotten up in there. And then I proceeded to have an existential crisis in the bathroom trying to pull it out. Because it was one of those real tiny ones that look like so tiny you can barely see them. Did you know those exist?
0: Yeah, stop. I can't (laughs) handle it. Well, and so... Last night, I got that off. Well, first I pulled it off and then I freaked out when I saw it. So I screamed and dropped it on the floor. Oh, so then no. I had to find it on the floor oh, my and God. I woke Jay because he he woke up to me screaming and he's like, Are, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so then I proceeded to wake him out of a total sleeping fog and turned on the light and I was like check my head for ticks. Oh my god. <laughs> because I felt something else and in his sleepiness he straight like picked a scab that apparently Ew. was on my <laughs> cuz he was pulling at something and I was like, "Oh my god, is there another tick?" And he's like, "Actually no, I think it's just a scab." And I'm like, "Oh great, so you're just oh, So I'm scabby and covered with ticks. What am and I? He was just so, like, his face. He just looked like, oh, like when you wake someone out of a sleep. He was like, <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> is this uh, is a dream? Am I dreaming? Why that's are you a doing nightmare, this to me? Yeah. Oh. And then I tried to go back to sleep, but I just kept touching my head for like an hour, just checking myself over and over again. Oh and my God. finally I went back to sleep, but I was like, all oh, these things are so. The creepy thing about them is they're so damn small, and they could be. They could be anywhere. and Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I... You don't know.
1: We are always checking nooks and crannies in this house after we come inside. We're like, all right, and plus we have three cats. They don't come in the house. They're outside cats, but they sit on your lap, and they rub up against you, and they're
0: covered with ticks.
1: God knows. Probably. I know. Your
0: cats are aggressively cuddly.
1: Yes. One of them, uh, his name is Possum. He only has one eye. He... (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. Um, I just realized how bizarre that sounds. He will bite you if you don't pet him. They all will nip at you if you don't pet them correctly or hard enough or in the right spot. But he drools, too, like a dog. He will drool on you if you pet him the right way. So, either way, you're... Let's talk about our let's talk about my cats for 30 minutes (laughs) let's let's do it (laughs) moving on everything's gross gross cats gross ticks.
0: (laughs) gross butts gross (sighs) life is gross oh i have one more thing i have a hindsight humor moment remember that oh yeah hindsight
1: humor i've given up on that i can't even remember
0: every now and then i really i really think of something and i'm like why So, I feel like we need a little jingle for hindsight humor, so we can every now and then... Hindsight humor! We miss a funny thing! Cause we suck! (laughs) (laughs) How's that? Is that good? Yeah, sure. Uh, We don't suck, though. We're killing it. God, we're good. Anyway, moving on. We never... We did a whole pirate episode last time, and we did not say this wonderful word we missed it we never said swashbuckling
1: <gasps> swashbuckling that's a Why? great word i don't know so i'm gonna work it
0: into today's um uh, it'll story be totally somehow. relevant to what we're talking about today <laughs> hindsight humor you're welcome yeah <laughs> no
1: no you're not you i mean you're welcome but we're sorry also oh all, all of it all of it we're all <sighs> of it. all all the things What are we talking about today? We're talking about something which I'm sure if anyone's listened to all of the past episodes knows it's going to piss me right off, which is a conspiracy
0: theory. And it is a hot button one, and it's very... We're timing it perfectly also. It's
1: topical. It's hot button. It's fucking
0: bullshit. It's It's all the topical. It's hot topical (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) We are... Coming up on the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing in, uh, I think when this episode comes out, we're going to be four days from it. So yes. mm-hmm. it's it's July G- 20th. July 20th. Yes. So we are here to talk about the conspiracy theories behind that event. Yes.
1: The conspiracy theories behind the moon landing. If you could see my face, you'll see how
0: totally stoked I am on this one (laughs) you wanted to do it and I made sure too I was like are you sure you want to do this we could do something else and you were like no we must honor the astronauts that's exactly how I speak and what I said (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no damini we must honor these brave men of space on the 50th anniversary of their spacing we must shit on their accomplishments with conspiracy poo well you have a you have science turds
1: i do in your back pocket turd, always yeah. it's been so a don't... minute since i've gotten to lay my science turd on something i'm
0: pretty excited actually yeah i'm excited for you
1: well i'm gonna solemnly promise scout's honor how many fingers you hold up i'm gonna try my damnedest to stay Just keep
0: my cool on this one okay
1: I can't promise that I will do it every second but I'm gonna try
0: well I am going to start by telling everybody about a little background and why people think that there is a conspiracy what people point to as anomalies in the moon landing video and maybe some of the motivation behind why why we might have faked the moon landing and then you have um, you have more of the how and some science turds, yeah.
1: Yes, I have some rebuttals and some explanations of how in the world you would possibly have faked it. Heavy, heavy incredulousness over here. Incredulity, thats the word. Um, yeah, and then I've got some. I got do have a little bit of fun stuff to talk
0: about. It'll be fun okay cool so just and just know that sarah's voice will be coated in sarcasm heavy heavy sarcasm (laughs) and lots of air quotes will be happening that you can't see yes probably although i mean
1: honestly when am i not being sarcastic if i'm not telling you a straight up fact i feel like it's usually dripping with cynicism
0: and sarcasm dripping with it dripping gotta be dripping with something that's the human condition
1: Apparently, on my end, on both ends...
0: Sorry, bad. Go. Dripping out of both ends? Ew. <laughs> We're adults, I guess. I don't know. No. Yes. So, sure. I will go ahead and start, then, unless... Do you have anything else of import? Do you have any other theme songs no, we have, should sing? I
1: have nothing of import ever, and no no theme songs I can think of at this moment. N- nothing of export? Do you have any- don't... We've already talked about my exporting. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. All right,
0: all right, all right. Enough. Enough poop jokes. Moving on. Enough, never enough. Uh-uh. Never too much. Never too much. Poop jokes. Okay. okay. So, okay. my sources were history.com, scmp.com, which is the South China Morning Post. Oh, Okay. Yeah, NationalGeographic.com and TheGuardian.com, an article called One Giant dot 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 lie. Oh my God. <laughs> Here it comes. Here <laughs> we so are. It so it begins. So the Apollo 11 mission occurred eight years after President John F. Kennedy announced a national goal of landing a man on the moon by the end of the 1960s. On July 20th, 1969, that goal was realized when American astronauts Neil Armstrong and Edwin Buzz Aldrin became the first humans ever to land on the moon. About six and a half hours later, Armstrong became the first person to walk on the moon, and he took his first step, saying, That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Thank you, Mrs. Allspaugh, history teacher extraordinaire. You're welcome. There will be a quiz later. Oh, shit. <laughs> it will be a pop quiz. You're not going to know when it's coming. Oh, God, I hate it. So, A, video of the landing was released because back in 1969, we had technology already. Do, 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 technology. Okay. We had
1: technology <laughs> already. All right. right, we're.
0: <laughs> We didn't have YouTube, but we did have video recordings. Okay. Some people, millions of people, in fact, believe that no one has ever walked on the moon and that, in fact, the images and video that NASA broadcast in July of 1969 are the first fake news. Oh, my lanta.
1: There's no way that's the first fake news, first of all. no. But, okay. You know, my great-grandmother my gg i called her uh sarah sarah may she who i'm named after her obviously she grew up um in a holler in west virginia in the i guess she started having kids in the 30s so you know what sort of you know pretty young too but she was the first person that i ever met or came across that did not believe we landed on the moon and i seriously just thought it was like some old country thing like you know just a weird thing that you know, old farm country people thought, or something. I was like, oh, okay. Gigi doesn't believe we on the moon. She also carries around a picture of the world's fattest baby from the National Enquirer and tells people it's her baby. So uh, it's not really a source I, you know, could could uh, get behind.
0: <laughs> not a reliable but, uh, witness. <laughs> not, not reliable. No. But this one goes out to my Gigi. This is for you, Gigi. So. Mm-hmm. What are these anomalies? Well, some people claim that NASA did not have the technological know-how to pull off such a feat as landing on the moon, or that if it did happen, it couldn't have been done with a human crew. Now, others, of course, because this always has to happen, say that there was possible alien involvement that was covered up. There was alien involvement. They covered it up, and... They also covered up a lunar civilization that the astronauts discovered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. I kind of wish that was true. I would do- I Well, yeah, that part sounds cool, sure, but- <laughs> The lunar civilization? Take me there!
1: Ain't no water or nothing up there, y'all! It's just cheese! Get it together!
0: We can bring our own bubbly water. We could, that's true. <laughs> the anomalies that people point to in the videos, I will just go one by one. And I'm sure you'll have some rebuttals for me later. This but. is my, my own personal hell of a listicle. Let's go. I'm going to play <laughs> the conspiracy theory greatest hits of the moon landing for you right now. <laughs> this one <clears throat> this one goes out to Gigi. This one's for you. <laughs> this one's for you, Gigi. All right. Okay, Gigi. So the American flag in the video appears to be flapping as if in a breeze. And the photo, also in the photographs that were supposedly taken from the airless lunar surface, and there's not enough air up there to blow a flag around. Okay, that's one. I bet Buzz Aldrin just farted on it. Probably that's what it was. <laughs> farts do weird stuff in space, guys.
1: Space farts, am I right?
0: Space farts. You are right hmm I know. I'm always right. Another one is that only two astronauts walked on the moon at a time yet. In photographs, such as one where both are visible, there's no sign of a camera. So who took what? the picture? Who took it? <coughs> it was an alien. It was an oh, alien was probably, that lives on the cheese moon. It was probably one of those aliens from the lunar civilization that totally. they've covered up. Mm-hmm. Also, the black backgrounds of their photographs are curiously devoid of stars, which there are in space. They do have stars. Oh, what? You can see them from Earth. Oh,
1: that's what them shiny things up there are? Well, hot Some damn. of them are
0: planets and some of them are stars, but yeah, there are a lot of them up there. Well, hot damn. I just <laughs> thought them was fireflies just way up there in the ether. Those are just real, real overachieving fireflies. <laughs> Lightning bugs. <gasps> hmm lightning bugs. Somebody, I said that the other day, and someone was like, you call them lightning bugs? <laughs> I was like, I guess That's so. That's what they're called, right? Lightning bugs a, or is fireflies. That a,
1: is that a, um...
0: Is it a southern thing?
1: I don't know. Yeah, colloquialism? I don't know. On Another topic.
0: anomaly of the video and photographs. The module, I love that word, the module is shown sitting on a relatively flat, undisturbed soil. According to skeptics, the lander's descent should have been accompanied by a large dust cloud and would have formed a noticeable crater. Mm -hmm. Things went too smooth. Another one is that Buzz Aldrin is seen in the shadow of the lander, yet he's clearly visible. Hoax subscribers... (laughs) That's that's a copy and paste right there. Hoax yes. subscribers say that many shadows look strange in Apollo Eleven pictures. Some shadows don't appear to be parallel with each other, and some objects in the shadow appear well lit, hinting that light was coming from multiple sources, suspiciously like studio cameras. <gasps> what? Another, yet another anomaly, the astronauts' prints are a bit too clear for having been made on a bone-dry world with no bubbly water. Hmm? The footprints that are super well-defined like that could have only been made in wet sand, people say. Okay. Okay. Mm All right. All right. Also... With instruments such as the Hubble Space Telescope capable of peering into the distant recesses of the universe, surely scientists should be able to see the various objects that are still on the moon. But no pictures of these objects exist. No pictures of the stuff they left on the moon? Yeah, so we should be able to like go take shots of the stuff they left on the moon and there aren't any. So that's another. That's a weird one. Yeah, And here's the last anomaly Mm -hmm. The mysterious reflections That exist in the Photos and videos People just say that they come from Studio lights on a production set That there's weird reflections in the photos
1: Okay Weird reflections in the photos Weird reflections I I I I haven't read too much about the weird reflections Although the mysterious reflections Does sound like a pretty great band name
0: Yeah it really does now, all of these theories have a an, an origin, and that origin is a man called Bill Casing. Curse he- you, Bill Casing! <laughs> he is reportedly the man who started all these rumors, mm-hmm. and he worked as a technical writer for Rocketdyne, which was a company involved in the Apollo program. During this time, Casing claims that NASA carried out a feasibility study in which they found they only had a 0.0017% chance of landing a man on the moon and then okay. returning him to earth
1: so sounds like good odds let's do it yeah and <laughs> he going to make them
0: ruskies to space and then, or to the moon he he believes that it was impossible for nasa to go from 0.0017 to 100% by 1969 I don't think they were probably
1: at one hundred percent, right? Is anything ever odds no. are one hundred percent? So shut up,
0: Bill. Yeah, so the odds probably didn't go all the way up to hundred percent. Even yeah. if they did another they went feasibility all the way study. to eleven. Yeah. That's we ridiculous. did a feasibility study about our ability to do a podcast, um, before we started and We did. It, it was an intensive study. It was 100% also we got back. We're fucking killing it. Killing it. Now, let's talk about why we would want to stage a moon landing or why NASA would want to stage a moon landing. Why, why, why is always the question. But why though? But but why though? (laughs) When the Soviets launched Sputnik 1 in October of 1957 and then followed it one month later with Sputnik 2... Containing Laika the dog, who I mean that's just precious.
1: Yeah, but Uh, that's kind of mean that dog. You can't ask that dog if it wants to go to space. Just
0: poor, poor space dog.
1: What was that dog thinking while it was up there? Oh, my heart goes out to you, Laika.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This one's for Laika. So that happened. They they sent two Sputniks up, (laughs) one right after the other, and the U.S. space program was pretty much non-existent at that time. They didn't have much going on so nasa right, was we definitely founded... weren't sending dogs to space no we weren't doing a lot we had <laughs> a, like i guess we had a little bit of a space program but nasa was founded in 1958 and they managed to launch alan shepard into space in may of 1961 but then like i said when jfk announced that the u.s should have a goal of getting to the moon by the the end of the 1960s, that put some pressure on NASA, on our fragile egos or (laughs) whatever, (laughs) right? I guess so. So it it seemed like a stretch back when he said it. And by the mid-1960s, NASA was consuming more than 4% of the U.S. GDP, which I believe stands for gross domestic product, if I remember correctly. (laughs) You are an adult. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. <laughs> I just gave you my I love olives face. Is that what that was? <laughs> I love olives! We were con- they, they were consuming a, a bit of money, which 4% is probably quite a bit. However, even though we had all that money and NASA was using a, a decent amount of funding for the space exploration, the Soviets were still out achieving us. And one of the first things they did was put a woman in space. They put the first woman in space in 1963. Hell yeah. And her name was Valentina... Oh, can I say this Russian name? Yes, you can do it. Tereshkova. That's not that hard. Oh, you got it. That was good. Valentina Tereshkova. Shout out to the first woman in space. This, is, this one's for you, Valentina. This one's for you. And of and the dog. And my Gigi, oh my God, this is for and a Gigi, lot of this is a lot of shout outs on this episode. So Amer- Americans continue to experience all these setbacks, including a launch pad fire that killed all three Apollo One astronauts. That was our motivation. We were we were feeling embarrassed. We had an ego thing going on. We- well, in the Cold War, right. Cold War was happening. Yeah, JFK promised everybody that we would go into to go to the moon. Everybody, everybody and at NASA was watching that speech, like, "What? Oh, thanks a lot. We just opened. So that's why. That's a very it's it's kind of short, but that's that's the reason. It was a lot of ego, a lot of promises, a lot of ambition, and a lot of competition with the Russians, which I guess has always kind of been a thing, and. Well, yeah, there's such a thing as healthy competition, but I don't think
1: uh, two giant, powerful countries competing about everything. Not everything. space, that's okay. Trying to get to first to the cheese moon to meet the
0: aliens. I- I'm okay with that. I understand. I understand their motivations. Yeah. I would have done the same. And so all of those anomalies are the product of a fake video and fake photos so Shock that it was would... a Hollywood soundstage, right? That's yes. the idea. So that's the idea. And I already know what you're going to say, but I have to ask you a question, Sarah.
1: Okay, ask me. Is any of that real? Yes, people went to the moon and they went into <laughs> space. And there's a, you said some stuff that was real. That part. That yeah, part, that part's yeah. real. I did we did just watch the right stuff. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Such a good cheesy movie and there's so many babes of the 80s in it so when you said that uh dennis quaid oh dennis oh gosh now i'm totally drawing a blank can't think of the guy who played alan Shepard. but when you said alan Shepard, i
0: pictured the actor from the right stuff anyway um and now i'm just thinking about the new kids on the block song the right stuff oh
1: oh oh. Oh, that's hanging tough that's hanging tough Oh, they all kind of sounded the same. So that's oh oh oh. There you go. That's oh, it. Oh oh, oh oh oh. Oh 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 oh. The right the stuff right starring stuff. Dennis Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis. Shout out to Dennis Quaid also. Oh, this one's for you, Dennis. All right. Um, actually, Randy would probably like this episode better. He's the woo woo one, isn't he?
0: Let's. I this think. goes out to the Quaid brothers. <laughs> We dedicate this episode to the Quaid brothers. The Quaid brothers, Gigi, Micah, and (laughs) Valentina Tereshkova.
1: Yeah. She's a badass. That's totally real. And I think she's a badass.
0: Absolutely. Okay. All right. I got you. So that part's real. Yeah. I want to know about your stuff. You're going to tell us how they might have faked it and all kinds of other great stuff. Are you really enjoying None of This Is Real? You know, the podcast you're listening to, but you kind of wish you could get paid to listen to it? Well, the Podcoin app actually pays you to listen to this podcast and all your favorite podcasts because it's the podcast player that pays. You heard of it? If not, Don't worry, super easy. Just get the PodCoin app on iPhone or Android, sign up, and start listening to podcasts. You'll earn PodCoins, you'll either earn gift cards, or you can donate to charity. It turns your podcast listening into actual dollars. I use the PodCoin app now to do all my podcast listening, and I love it. Go on there on your app store, your Android store, whatever store you got going on over there, and check it out. Use the invite code NOTREAL and you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. That's 300 PodCoin for signing up with the PodCoin app using the code NOTREAL. Goodbye. I
1: got some stuff. First, I have some rebuttals to your anomalies.
0: I like I like it when you say that. I got some rebuttals for your anomalies. Ooh, rebuttal me in the anomaly. Oh, God! <laughs> All right. So as far as the flag is concerned,
1: apparently it was, according to NASA, a specially designed flag that all six Apollo missions um, planted the same design there. Uh, It's got a horizontal rod to make it stick out from the flagpole, and they couldn't get it to extend along the rod all the way, so it looks like it's waving in the wind. So it's a
0: rod, okay? There's a rod in there. I heard something else about it too. I have something different. Oh, what do you have? I had that the video you see where the flag is moving, it's because the astronaut just had placed it there, and the inertia from when they let it go, it kept moving a little bit. So it's probably yeah. a combination of the rod and a rod and the inertia. Yeah, wow, couldn't this is get, getting...
1: That astronaut couldn't get his rod to perform correctly, and then the inertia took over. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting so hot in my... This is... This is a tent fort uh, I mean a, a, an umbrella fort it's also a recording studio and now it's also a sweat lodge
0: and it's also about to be inappropriate content of no. s- some space porn it sounds like we're leading up to space erotica
1: yes that's hot all right it is getting very warm in here anyway so okay in the shadows let's talk about the shadows Let's all talk di- about them. All right. So the sun is the main source of illumination on the moon. Uh, it isn't the only source. So the ground of the moon, the ground, the surface of the moon reflects the sun's light. So in the pictures, the sunlight is being scattered or reflected off the ground in all directions. And some of it um, scatters into the shadows. Makes sense to me. It looks super bright up there.
0: Yeah, I read that they. it was reflecting off of... Not only the surface of the moon, but the module and the spacesuits.
1: Yeah, the and module and the spacesuits were either white or reflective metallic. Yeah, and the, gro- and the ground of the moon is, the surface of the moon is very light colored. Oh my god, are you on fire? I'm on fire! <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. You're on that kind of fire. I'm fine with that I just, kind of fire. I
0: did just ash on myself like, okay. accidentally. Alright, get it together. I know, getting,
1: I know it's getting um, it's getting hot and stanky in here, but keep it together. All right. So as far as the, the fact that you can't see the camera in some of the images, uh, Neil Armstrong could not just walk around the moon with a regular old camera, which at that time would have been much bigger than the ones we use now. 400 um, pounds. It was 1,000 pounds. So in his bulky suit, he needed a different sort of camera, so they mounted the camera on the front of his suit. So there is a camera mounted on him. He's not holding it in his hands. Smart. Which is why, yeah. I mean, they did go to the moon. They're pretty fucking smart. God. Did they? Did they go to the moon? Hmm? And as far as the stars are concerned, um, the exposure on the cameras was too short to capture the spacesuits and the moon's surface, and also the very much in comparison dimmer stars in the background so if like if you went out on your porch at night and you turned the porch light on and then you tried to take a picture of the sky while the light was shining on you you wouldn't Mm -hmm. see the stars in the picture you would just see blackness beyond you
0: and also what would happen is all the moths and mosquitoes would come get you lord they sure would
1: so My sources are screenprism.com, ibtimes.com, Popular Mechanics, National Post, article by Callum Marsh, um, open space science blog by Mark Kitcher, and a Guardian article by Anna Merlin, Rational Wiki, and of course, Wikipedia. wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia. Amen. And women too. All right. In the United States, like you said, the hoax was originated by Bill Casing. So I read a little something about him, which I thought was funny. That he was a libertarian. Also, that's fun. that's kind of funny. Interesting. So the book the book that he wrote was called "We Never Went to the Moon." So it's aggressive right off the bat. Like yeah, that's the I name that. of your book. <laughs> "We Never Went to the Moon." Is it in all caps? probably. America's 30 billion dollar swindle. And I'm like, you know, Bill, this here's my problem. If you want to write about a, something that our government wasted money on and did that wasn't real, there's a whole bunch more stuff you could write there about. There's so real so many things that's that are provable and real. All right. So anyway, apparently he was a pretty good writer cuz he wrote some good books on sustainable living, privacy, hot springs, homelessness, cooking, and a plethora of other topics.
0: That's quite the repertoire there. Yeah, so come on, Bill. You're all over the place. He's all over the map.
1: We never went to the moon and some recipes. Swindled. (laughs) What to make out of the fake moon cheese. All right. Apparently his book started out as satire, and as he started to research it and write it, he convinced himself that the moon landing was fake. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I read that in a couple articles. So there's also another hoser named Jay Widener, who is behind the theory of how exactly the moon landing would have been faked. And Jay Widener's theory is that Stanley Kubrick produced the moon landing in a Hollywood soundstage. So this is a direct quote from Jay Widener and I'm just saying all these things about these people because I need you to know your source. So Bill's a libertarian who wrote a bunch of books all over the place and this Jay fella said this. This is verbatim. Not to say we didn't go to the moon. We went to the moon. We just didn't go to the moon, and they didn't show it to us for various reasons, and they're all very good reasons. Did you say anything that made sense? Are you okay? So he said,
0: we we did go to the moon, but we didn't go to the moon in the same sentence. Yes. Okay. So I don't know what's
1: happening with him, but it sounds like beyond his word vomit, he thinks that we did actually go to the moon they just didn't film it and they didn't want us or they did but they didn't want to show us the film maybe this is hand in hand with the alien uh, lunar civilization theory that sounds like something that goes along with that I didn't you know delve into it too deeply because I got distracted by this much more fun aspect which are the fact that apparently there are a bunch of clues in the movie The Shining that Stanley Kubrick left in there as a confession for his
0: sin of faking the moon landing he was all torn up about it Yeah, I'm sure. What? I love that movie. I have seen The Shining multiple times. Please tell me what I missed. I didn't see the signs. There's so many signs. I also really
1: love that movie. That book is one of my favorite Stephen King books. It's one of the books that has made me feel like I was going to scream out loud while reading, which is when?
0: When did you read that book? How old were you when you first read The Shining? Maybe eighth grade, seventh or eighth grade. Me too. I think I was too. And so we were both reading it around the same time. I mm-hmm. got so scared about the... It was, I think, a combination of that bathtub scene and the topiaries mm. coming to The topiary life. animals? Holy shit. That was so intense. I mm-hmm. could not take a shower with the door closed by myself for, I don't know how long, weeks maybe? Yeah. I had to have the door open. I had to be, like, be able to hear you know my parents watching tv or something or i would get freaked out like because i was in a bathtub and topiaries were gonna come in there or something i was so that book oh no
1: it is it was (laughs) it's terrifying it's a terrifying book
0: we were kids should we have been reading stephen king yes it obviously
1: made us really interesting adults okay so (laughs) stephen king actually hated the movie version he hates kubrick's version is what i word on the street because it's a lot different it is
0: is that true, Mr. King? If so, please email us. Oh my God! Please email me, Stephen King. I love you so much. Okay, Really <laughs> excited. I got really I excited. I pee got
1: my pants. So excited at the mere thought of that. All right, so <laughs> here are the clues. Dang it! Stay on topic. I'm sweating so much. The manager of the Overlook, Stuart Ullman, Wendy and Danny are all wearing red, white, and blue. Uh, the hotel was built on Indian burial grounds, much like America itself. And the hotel is also covered in Native American imagery and Stuart Ullman has an American flag in his office. All to say that the the hotel itself is a representation of America.
0: Okay. I can the, see that so far. Sure.
1: Okay. It, it, it's, it starts to stretch. Danny was, wear, was wearing an Apollo 11 sweater in the scene where he's playing with the ball in the hallway. I think it's a ball. I can't remember. And as he stands up, the metaphor is that the rocket is launching and then he goes into room 237 Mm
0: -hmm.
1: the room Um, it was 217 in the book but theorists claim that Kubrick changed it to 237 to represent the 237,000 miles between earth and the moon even though NASA says it's actually more like 382,500 miles to the moon so, okay
0: so Kubrick had it wrong if that's the case
1: yes, your math is bad Kubrick but more likely it is that the people who owned the actual hotel where they filmed the movie were like, please don't put a real room number of ours in the movie because no one will ever want to stay there. So they changed it. Or everybody will want to stay there. True. I would stay uh, there. You,
0: we probably wouldn't. I would love to go stay at the, um, what's it called? The, the overlay they filmed it. It's not the, it, what's the real name of the oh, hotel? Oh, the
1: Timberline Lodge.
0: Yeah. Let's go.
1: I think. Yeah. So, um, there's also, there's, uh, I'm so down road trip. Let's go right now. Okay. Um, there's also Tang in the movie and everybody knows that's what astronauts drink Tang, right? Yes. Everyone knows it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. If you look at closely at the tag for room 237, it reads room number, like N-O, no for number, 237, which can also spell moon room somehow. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to go with it.
0: Just leave that there.
1: In uh, the scene where Jack is throwing a tennis ball against the wall aggressively, I might add, a, there is a Native American motif on the wall, and it looks like Rockets taking off. We're, th- we're starting to stretch here. That's a stretch. The all in All Work and No Play could be read as A-1-1 for Apollo 11.
0: Or it could just be spelling the word "all." Could just be a word, y'all.
1: Calm (laughs) down. Yes. In the book *The Shining*, there was only one creepy girl in the hallway, and Kubrick changed it to twins to represent the Gemini space mission, which was the mission before Apollo.
0: I like the astrological reference.
1: The cars visible in the parking lot during an aerial shot of the hotel are arranged in groups of 7, 21, 6, and 9, or July 21st, 1969. Can you feel the stretch? Do you feel the burn? We're stretching deep. It's a deep stretch. Mm-hmm. I feel it. i feel it in my thighs. <laughs> stretching my, str- my hamstrings. The film uses the letter A a lot in dialogue and triangle shapes in the hotel's um, geometry. There are also a lot of vertical eleven-shaped lines everywhere. Whatever. <laughs> um, Jack, his family, and the hotel are all trapped in the cold, just as America was trapped in the Cold War with Russia. Oh. There are stuffed bears seen throughout the si- uh, the film, which are also significant of Soviet Empire's symbol. The pre- you know they were putting pressure on us to get up to the Cheese Moon first. So, those are the
0: clues. Are you convinced? Mm, no, is, the only thing... Is the, the only shining thing, a confession? <laughs> I don't think so. The only thing that was even slightly convincing is the Apollo 11 shirt that Danny wears. Like,
1: Yeah, that's the, that's it. That's the only thing that is, like, pretty obvious. I don't know. The tang
0: really got me. What year was that movie made? 71?
1: shit, I don't know. I don't think I wrote that down anywhere.
0: I might have it later in my notes, actually. If it was in the 70s and we went up in uh, 1969, I bet you uh, there was a lot of Apollo gear going around, because it was, like, the hot thing that just happened, you know? Yes, it was, like, huge and exciting, and, yeah. It's like wearing a USA women's soccer shirt now, like, that's gonna be a thing for years, because everyone's so happy about it, you know? Exactly. It's an accomplishment. You want to flaunt it. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a
1: lot of silliness, if you ask me. But, uh, you know, I like... It, it's it's uh, more entertaining than listening to me be upset about conspiracy theories, which is what's about to happen. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, I really want to do, like... Remember when we talked about um, Don McLean's American Pie is a prophecy? Yes. And how we said we could probably just look at any song and interpret it thusly?
0: Yeah, I, was thinking I feel like that
1: this applies to like you could watch, uh, I don't know, an episode of Alf, and be like, "Oh shit!"
0: Well, or you could take The Shining and make it mean something else. Exactly. Yes. Interpretation. It's very loose. It's just, it's quite a stretch. All right. So now I'm going to get to
1: the how. Now for the how. How, Sarah? How'd they do it? So the theory is that they used a technique called front screen projection. To shoot the lunar landing in a studio, which involves creating an elaborate backdrop and projecting it onto a clear reflective surface, which was also used in 1968's 2001 A Space Odyssey, also made by Stanley Kubrick. So that Uh, adds, that adds to the thing. Adds to it. But a filmmaker named S.G. Collins poignantly argues, that's also obviously a copy and paste, The technology to go to the moon existed in 1969, but the technology to fake the footage on a live television broadcast did not exist. There's like... The technology to do that. We could get to the moon and we couldn't fake it, which is just cool to me. I just like that. Like, we can do this amazing thing, but we can't do this other seemingly sort of mundane thing. So, um, a rebuttal. Here's my own... A rebuttal to my own bullshit. The thing is... The moon landing footage didn't look real because Kubrick filmed it. It looked real because in his movie, 2001, he had actually enlisted astronomical artists and aerospace engineers to help him achieve the look in that film.
0: To help him achieve the look in 2001? Yes. Okay.
1: That people claim was how he would have faked the moon landing. So it would have been harder to fake the moon landing on Earth than it would have to actually go to the moon. So... One of the reasons that, that it would be impossible is because... I'm going to go back to the shadows. I love to be in the shadows. Um, so the shadows were a result of parallel sun rays with no diffusion. So there's no, um, you know, atmosphere. The only way to recreate it on Earth would be to light it the scene in the studio with millions of super bright lasers. Which would have been very expensive in 1969. And they only came in red color, so... It wouldn't really work. And we didn't have the CG technology to change the color of the lighting either at that time. Hmm. Like, now, you could totally fake the moon landing. Easy, obviously. Somebody do it. And and then put it on YouTube. So, even if NASA had secretly invented computer graphics and kept it from the public, the organization that would have had to have gone on to keep 400,000 employees from spilling the beans... And to coordinate all the story with all the world leaders and news outlets at the time, including Russia. It would have been a mighty feat, if you ask me, to keep that many people quiet.
0: That's the hardest part. It would be to keep people from talking. Yeah, for real. I'm, I'm just going to
1: stop talking about Kubrick now. I'm not going to, because I can't top this tweet from his daughter Vivian about the ridiculousness of this idea. Um, gosh, was, I'm also trying to stay off my toadstool And channel my rage into research And pleas for critical thinking But I love the incredulity of this tweet And the fact that it's coming from his daughter Who is also a person That mistrusts authority and power So you feel like you, If someone's distrustful of authority figures And they're telling you your conspiracy theory Is bullshit It's like, come on But don't. I do need to warn you Don't look at um, Vivian Kubrick's Twitter feed
0: Okay yeah. I won't it's a but lot you had...
1: There's a. I looked at it it's a lot of MAGA and confusion so don't look at it
0: that's terrible but yes. you and I are also very suspicious of authorities so
1: it's true that's so you should believe sign. everything we say exactly believe it
0: believe on us <laughs>
1: so this is her direct tweet and it's awesome <laughs> I'm gonna get into Vivian's character just kidding I don't want to do that Surely an artist such as my father, whose profound degree of artistic integrity is self-evident, whose political and social consciousness is manifestly present in every film he made, whose highly controversial subject matter literally put his life at risk, yet he continues to make the films he made. Don't you think he'd be the very last person ever to assist the U.S. government in such a terrible betrayal of its people? There are many very real conspiracies that have happened throughout our history, are happening presently. I'm only too aware of the dreadful manipulations perpetrated by governments, secret services, banksters, the military industrial complex, etc. But claims that the moon landing were faked and filmed by my father, I just can't understand it. How can anyone believe that one of the greatest defenders of mankind would commit such an act of betrayal? My father's artistic works are his unimpeachable defense. Finally, my love for my father notwithstanding, I actually knew him. I lived and worked with him. So forgive my harshness when I state categorically the so-called truth, in quotations, these malicious cranks persist in forwarding that my father conspired with the U.S. government to fake the moon landing is manifestly a grotesque lie. Dang. I know. Don't you love it? She fit all that in a tweet. How long can they be now? Uh, I think it was a a picture of a statement that she had typed up.
0: Okay, yeah. I was gonna say, I don't think you could tweet that many characters. Well, no, this. Uh,
1: I think she made she made a statement, and then also tweeted it, maybe something like that. That makes sense. Yes. So um, here's here's a couple more reasons, for why this theory sucks ass. Hundreds of people were responsible for the launch and the landing and were eyewitnesses to its success. Most especially three men who were actually in space, two of them on the surface of the moon. So incredible that the feat of faking the moon landing and keeping the reality of the hoax a secret for half a century, it would be so incredible that it it barely seems worth the effort. It would have just been easier to land on the moon. So the, the launch was seen by an estimated 1 million people like who on the ground saw it launch in real life with their eyeballs. The television audience for the launch was in the hundreds of millions. Thousands of members of the press were present, and the grainy television images are some of the most famous in history. And here's a direct quote from NASA, who can obviously put it better than me, just like Vivian. To some extent, debating this subject is an insult to the thousands who worked for years to accomplish the most amazing feats of exploration in history, and it is certainly an insult to the memory of those who have given their lives for the exploration of space, um, which I think is spot fucking on. Because people did die. That's real. Like, that is I, I, real. yeah. So I don't see how you think it's cool to say it's almost like you're saying they died for no reason or they didn't even, you know, I just don't like it. It puts an icky feeling to me. Okay. I know I have just a little rant about the conspiracy mentality. I'm going to try to keep it um, short. Okay, so conspiracy theories are more feelings than fact-driven. They are an easy way to feel superior uh, or to feel like you're a member of a special club of those who are, quote, woke enough to be in the know. You aren't sheeple. You don't just accept the status quo fed to you by the man. It's also much easier to use your intuition or feelings than to actually investigate and inform yourself. The problem isn't always the information. Sometimes it's how you interpret it and how you respond to the buttload of information available. This is all made more difficult by the ding-dang interwebs and its echo chamber of bullshit. Now, this is not to say that this mentality is the sole reason for conspiracy theories or that there is no logical reason for suspecting powerful people and groups of doing heinous secret bullshit. Because we know they do do those things. They do yes but the truth is that there is a massive and increasingly more massive breakdown of public trust not just in our country but all over the world people just assume that their government is lying to them because that's what they do sadly it's not a, it's not really wrong to assume that your government's lying uh, the orange ass hat era <clears throat> has focused our attention back on conspiracy conspirator- fart noggin fart noggin what is that i don't know what that means
0: that's me
1: that's me uh falling back on trying not to cuss in front of my son i think it's great um conspiratorial yes conspiratorial thinking so we've always done that as a country right we've always and i think probably every every civilization that had a powerful government or group was always like what are they doing over there? They got all the stuff and all the money and they're telling us what's... F- what? Huh? They got some ulterior motives. Well, yeah, our government yeah. definitely lies to us, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and every government has lied. There's no way that you can pull all that shit off that we've pulled off for thousands of years without having some people lying. That's like the quote that I posted. Uh, behind every successful fortune, there is a crime. Behind every successful government, there's a bunch of fucking bullshit. It's 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 gone back to, I mean, obviously even the days of the uh, what do you call them? The, you know, the Salem Witch Trials. Good lord. Yeah. And even before that, when white people, when the colonizers came over, they openly speculated that Native Americans were controlled by the devil. They conspired with him and a bunch of demons to drive the colonizers out. A... Uh, what's it called? The myth of the super chief, which was a colonial, a colonialist idea that every native led resistance was directed by a quote, Indian mastermind or monarch in control of tens of thousands of warriors. Yeah. So it's just, you know, I feel like it's always, conspiracy theories come from a group of people that don't have all the power in, in the situation, but they have more than somebody else. Right? You're like in the middle. You don't have the ultimate power, but you're still sitting prettier than these people down here.
0: Yeah, so, seems to be.
1: And if the people down there want something, well, they must be being controlled by the people up here or somebody over there or some big scary entity or something. It's weird, right? I feel like maybe I'm just rambling because I'm starting to hallucinate my sweat lodge. Whew. So... You know, looking back on our love of of blaming powerful structures, we can also look at today and the increasingly rigid class system that we're we're living in, which leaves many people feeling trapped and they need somebody to blame. Um, there's a feeling that you are shut out of the system of power. Our government, our healthcare system is opaque as hell. Um, the social safety the social safety net is vanishing and uh, all there's all the fake news, Where that term being thrown everywhere all the time. Fake news, fake news, fake news. Don't trust mm-hmm. the media. The media and all of them. So that is just a perfect recipe for ideas. But the frustrating part is like, there are things that you should suspect and there are things that are happening, but it's not this thing. It's not uh, a secret cabal of powerful jews it's not uh aliens on the moon it's not don mclean writing prophecy
0: songs right
1: (sighs) frustrating sorry there's
0: actual (sighs) real shit happening
1: yes yes so and i'm gonna i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop ranting and i'm gonna leave you with a little um some tips uh these are traits to avoid and traits to practice in order to avoid falling into the trap of conspiracy mentality. And these okay. don't. this doesn't mean that you're not using your critical thinking, that you're not asking why, and you're not questioning those in power. Do that all the time. This is just like, don't get on this really weird idea and then dig your heels in and, like, get distracted by it. So there are what are called intellectual vices and intellectual virtues. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to list off the vices that you should avoid. Gullibility, carelessness, close-mindedness, negligence, idleness, rigidity, obtuseness, prejudice, lack of thoroughness, and insensitivity to detail. Which, those are total vices all over the place. Yeah, the problem
0: is that if you are obtuse and narrow-minded, you won't realize that you're doing that stuff.
1: Yeah, that's the really shitty thing about the conspiracy mentality
0: but what are the virtues
1: so the virtues are and this this is my favorite virtue it's the one i think i try to achieve all the time it goes along with my goal to kill to murder my ego which is humility so your virtues i'm going to start again humility caution curiosity love it autonomy attentiveness carefulness thoroughness open-mindedness courage and perseverance so go forth, go forth and practice those things. Yes. Okay, so I ranted, I gave you facts, I gave you th- some theories, some clues.
0: Is any of that real? Yeah, I like those virtues a lot. Those are real. Mm-hmm. And I like, okay, if it was a conspiracy, here's what I wish it would be. Okay. That you said that um, we... That guy said that we did land on the moon, but we didn't show anybody because it was a cover-up because there were aliens, right? Right. Eating cheese and drinking bubbly water. Right. That's what I want to be true. I want it okay. to be. They, they got up there. They saw these aliens. They had a, che- a che- wine and cheese night. <sighs> a <laughs> the charcuterie. They had a charcuterie up there. And they don't want us to know. No, but really I do. I, I kind of open-minded about this subject. I'm not like, it just doesn't, I don't get fired up about it. I do hear people talk about, um, we didn't really land on the moon and, and I, I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, that's fine if you believe that. But also I do, I told you before I do err on the side of, we went to the moon. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I am can't fully prove on that it. side, obviously. <laughs> can't prove it, but also but you touched on this a little bit. I really do think that there are some conspiracy theories out there that are 100% true. Like things that our government has done to fuck us over. And I, I know they did it. Like I know, you know, And and I, and I know that some of these theories are true to me, they must be. But then when you have people ranting about like moon landing and other stuff that is inconsequential or weird or dumb, then it, it makes it harder to expose the things that might actually be true. And that's a bummer because then you label everybody as a nut. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're crazy. And it's like, well, no, this one actually might be true. Why don't we pay attention to this (laughs) corruption over here? Can we focus on the plausible ones that actually affect people's
1: lives? Does it really ultimately matter whether we went to the moon or not? Like, is your life going to be any different? Not really. So that all
0: being said, (laughs) Oh God, a lot was said. I'm I'm done saying. A lot was said. Do you have any questions for the Magic Eight Ball? <laughs> hmm. Oh, I wonder. Seems a little. I can think now, of but... one.
1: Magic Eight Ball. Does Randy Quaid listen to our podcast? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Let me whisper. No, just kidding. I'll ask the obvious question.
0: You don't want to ask about Randy. I'll ask about Randy. Well, you ask. All right. What just you ask, ask about Randy. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Okay. Magic Eight Ball. Does Randy Quaid listen to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Randy, this is for you, baby. Okay. Oh shit. Well, you need to email us and let us know, Randy, that what you. Think. Oh my god! I bet Randy Quaid's got some real good, mysterious, and weird stories to tell us. Okay, I'll ask the other obvious question okay um <sighs> magic eight ball is the moon made of cheese ah. <laughs> yes okay Woo! we got yes i'm going to the moon i love cheese i'm gonna ask the real
1: question which the, you probably this thought is the best day ask. ever randy quaid <laughs> listens to our podcast and there's a
0: giant orb of cheese floating in space Woo! god life is good y'all okay i will ask it one more thing Seri- okay. in all serious all right matter. okay Magic 8-Ball in 1969 did Apollo 11 actually land on the moon? Oh, Ask again? Okay, I will. Let me blow on it. Yeah, I want everyone
1: to know that you can't see what I'm seeing, but literally every single time Damini asks the Magic 8-Ball a question, she holds it directly up to her mouth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I whisper (laughs) intimately to it, Uh huh. That's why it's so accurate. Magic Eight Ball. In 1969, did Apollo 11 really land on the moon? Outlook good. All right. C. There you go. I trust you. C. Bill Casey. Casing. Whatever your name is. I don't even want to remember it. All right, (sighs) y'all. it's hot everyone's hot we're very sweaty and uh so look if you have any great conspiracy theories or if you want to tell us uh what you think about the moon landing yeah i would love
1: to hear it or whatever any conspiracy theory make one up watch the shining and then send us a bunch of clues about how it's really about how um i
0: don't know don mclean wrote a song (laughs) it's a prophecy (laughs) you know what i would really like to hear in all seriousness i want people to write us their life is gross stories like did you find ticks on you in the middle of the night please yeah how is your life gross
1: yes i please life is gross stories all your conspiracy
0: theories all your stanley kubrick theories Send it all to Podcast at gmail.com. Also, please follow us on Instagram. It is an eye full of wonder over there. I work really hard on that wonder, you guys. That's true. I am obsessively constructing wonder over here on my cellular device. Every now and then, I will post something, but it's mostly Sarah. And a lot of times, she doesn't tell me what she's going to post, so I'll just be scrolling through Instagram. (laughs) And then I will suddenly burst out laughing honestly (laughs) sometimes I I think I'm making them just so that you will text me
1: (laughs) a bunch of laughing emojis this whole podcast the Instagram everything we're doing is just to entertain ourselves let's just be honest (laughs) Ah, ah, no one's listening Um, yeah
0: it's a a real pleasant surprise all the time so follow us on Instagram none of this is real podcast we're on Twitter N-O-T-I-R podcast and we have a Facebook. Oh, that's what I was going to tell y'all. I am going to make a Facebook group for our turkey buzzards. So I'm going to make a private Facebook group and you'll have to answer two questions and then you, then we'll let you in. So remember to ask the two questions. Um, I'm just I'm going to call it. I'm just going to call it. None of this is real podcast so you can find it. And then that's a uh, good idea. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be very easy to find. Answer the two questions. And then, you know, you can post. Like, if you see a weird thing or something crazy happens to you, you can post and people can comment and all that great, great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. And if people are rude to each other or if any kind of uh, toxic shit happens on there, I'll just take it down. So be be good. Just be cool,
1: please. Everybody be
0: cool. Just be cool. Life
1: is gross, and it's short, and we're trying to just have a little fucking fun, so just be cool. My God. (laughs) Also, you know, if you want to slide up in our DMs and tell us something creepy or spooky or... That sounded
0: really bad. Slide up in my
1: DMs and tell me something creepy. (laughs) Slide
0: in there. I want to hear a creepy story, if you have a creepy story. Um, Yeah.
1: You can tell... You can get in touch with us on any social media platform. Um, Also... Rate and review us. Please. Thank you. Thank you for the reviews we've gotten and for the rate ratings we've gotten. We really appreciate it. We appreciate all of you listening. Whoever you are, you are valid and important and you have reasons to be here. And we just, God, we just appreciate you so ding dang
0: much we aggressively appreciate you i am aggressively appreciating all of you right now oh the other thing if you want to be on the podcast you can send us an audio file with your voice saying um what's real to you what's your favorite conspiracy theory what's your favorite randy quaid movie whatever you want to say and we'll stick it on the end i love it yes Visit our Patreon page. None of this is real podcast on Patreon. Um, support us. We could use a little support. We have no money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Come on, y'all. I mean, we're not. We're doing all. We're we're alive. We're pretty. We're pretty
1: good, but we could be doing better. And eventually, we're going to be in the same, roughly the same location, and we're going to be building our empire and our uh, our our legitimate sound recording studio so it'd be nice to we
0: would would appreciate it really love to make this sound perfect make it sound studio quality for y'all and i would love it if we were ever able to do like more content you know to put out more episodes so that would require support from the people who want to hear it so if you want to hear it go on over to our patreon we have some weird weird stuff to send you
1: yeah and like i said before it you know it, if you can't, if you can't afford to, th- to throw us some um, some of that green, then you could rate and review us or recommend us to people in your life that you know like weird stuff.
0: Yeah, tell your friends, tell your um, mail delivery person, tell your, tell Randy Quaid, tell Randy Quaid. He already just knows. kidding. He's already listening. So, also, uh, the only other order of business here I need to tell you is that you don't have to believe. Anything that we just said.
1: Oh, my God. Seriously, have you heard me talk? Don't believe this. What is this? No. But I do really, 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 really want you to believe on yourself. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Believe on yourself, bitch. <laughs> okay. Believe all over yourself. Because we believe on you really hard. Bye. Bye. Holy shit
0: bobby what's your favorite conspiracy theory I, I like anything to do with aliens
1: i like the uh the videos that have uh the, the time
0: travelers with their face blurred out and their voice changed Yeah. Okay. i like to hear them talk about uh what the what the year 30 50 was like or something you know that kind of stuff that's probably my favorite time travelers Hey Sarah, you know what? What? With so many CBD products on the market nowadays, it's really hard to know what to choose. Oh my god, it's like so hard. Well, I chose the best one. It's Green River Botanicals because they offer high-quality, high-potency, full-spectrum tinctures made from CBD hemp grown right on their farm. They also offer topicals. Every step of the process, from the greenhouse to the final product, is done with care and transparency. Lab results for each product are available on their website so you know exactly what you're taking. And not only are they conscious about your well-being, they make the environment a major priority. That I like. Yes. I will not be smarty pants about that. All of their packaging is sustainable from recyclable glass bottles to plant-based labels. And for every item sold, they donate a tree to be planted. A tree? How cool. A tree. also have
1: topicals, which
0: you use, That's right? what
1: I got. I got a topical. I'm, I'm going to tell you something topical about the topicals. I got the herbal healing salve, and not only does it smell good, and it doesn't make your glasses all smudgy when you touch your glasses with your hands, because it absorbs right into your skin, but it really works. I have all kinds of things wrong with my hands. I've got cysts in my joints. I I think I'm getting arthritis, because I'm getting old, (sighs) Um, but I rub it on my hands every morning, and the swelling goes down, and my joints feel like I can, you know do stuff again
0: that's awesome it's pretty great i like it i love it i use the cbd tincture and i've you know i've always had like kind of a hard time sleeping since i was a kid Mm, yeah i do about that Mm -hmm. i feel that you were there Mm -hmm. well now i take a little bit of that at night and it totally calms my anxious brain that won't stop thinking and i fall asleep it's so amazing that is amazing sounds great so if you're looking for a
1: reliable cbd product from a company that cares about you and more importantly the planet go to greenriverbotanicals.com and use the promo code not real that's greenriverbotanicals.com promo code not real n-o-t-r-e-a-l one word y'all for free shipping on your first order you're welcome you're so welcome